Hey guys, welcome to my channel. Today, I want to talk more about dom-sub relationships and just BDSM in general. And this is part five. So it's, you know, if you haven't checked out the other parts, I highly recommend checking those out. There's actually a playlist that'll go through all the videos. And in each video, I discuss important, you know, components and aspects of a BDSM relationship or a dom-sub relationship. So today, I want to focus on a few things. First and foremost, I want to focus on safe words. Now, if you read anything online, it tells you, oh, have a safe word like banana broccoli shakes or something like that. I personally am not a big fan of safe words. The reason why is when you're in the moment or, you know, it just it's, you know, if you're uncomfortable saying banana broccoli cream shakes, just, it, it, yeah, it doesn't really work. What I'm a much, much bigger fan of is nonverbal communication. Uh, for example, like one thing I've had an issue with most of my life is lasting far too long. Um, so, for example, like one of my partners, um, she would just like tap me on my side. And that was, you know, her nonverbal way of saying, okay, dude that's enough you need to finish or get the fuck out of me, you know, or like, let's say, you know, you're going into something more, you know, extreme where, you know, there's pain involved, whatever, you know, just like pinching someone, um, you know, or, you know, pressing your foot against them or something that the reason why I prefer nonverbal communication is because it's a lot more easier for the submissive to do that than, to say some random word it's it's it it basically comes down to trusting that the other person's going to say no if they're uncomfortable or if they're not feeling safe and people are going to be a lot more comfortable expressing a nonverbal communication than saying something that totally breaks the mood breaks the moment etc so you know, I highly recommend having those nonverbal communications with your partner, like certain, you know, squeezes or certain touches or certain taps, all meaning different things. You know, again, work with your partner, find out what works the absolute best for you. Another very, very, very important um, component of BDSM and dom-sub relationships that is constantly overlooked is how subjective words are you always need to be very, very clear in what words mean to you. So what I mean by that is, you know, for example, and in the interest of not getting this video demonetized, we'll just say, you know, you were to tell me, oh, I want someone dominant. Okay, great. But you really haven't told me shit because if I ask 30 people what the word dominant means, I'm going to get 30 different answers. So just be aware of how subjective a lot of words are. You need to be very, very specific, especially the further you know down the kink and fetish road you go, you need to be a lot more specific in saying, you know, yes, I like this, and this means this, this, and this to me, or, you know, uh, you know, even just something example of, you know, oh yeah, I really like whips. Okay, great. That really doesn't mean anything because there's a hundred variations. There's plastic, there's rope, there's leather, there's, you know, velvet, there's a hundred variations of all of those. So 
saying you like whips really doesn't tell me anything. You need to be specific. So especially when you're, you know, dealing with BDSM and Dom sub, be specific and deliberate in the language that you use. And especially if you're the Dom, unless something is crystal clear, it's your responsibility to ask for clarification because, you know, the entire foundation of a Dom sub relationship in BDSM is trust and communication. You can't just go too far and then be like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know what you meant. Well, no, I'm sorry. It actually was your responsibility to get that clarification before the fact. This is not like, you know, in a lot of jobs where, oh, yeah, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, that type of attitude does not fly in the BDSM dom sub community at all in any way, shape, or form. Another thing, uh, and this also applies to, this really applies to the beginning of any type of like dom sub relationship, but you need to have the discussion, is this something that is limited to the bedroom or is this something that's 24-7? Because a lot of people seem to, and this is actually going into my last and final point, but the sex demon. So, as far as like, is this 24 seven or is this something that's, you know, limited to the bedroom that needs to be a conversation that is had sober. And what I mean by sober is that the sex demon is not influencing this conversation. And when I'm talking about the sex demon, I actually did an entire video on this, but I've more referred it to just the general population so the sex demon is like when a submissive says something along the lines of, oh my God, I just want you to like completely own me and completely dominate me and just do whatever you want. And, and you know, it, it's essentially the horny part of their brain talking because all of that sounds really hot, but yeah, no, in reality, not so much. So it's important to have a lot of these discussions sober where one of you is not horny, because if one of you is horny, the conversation is not going to be honest. And a lot of things are going to be said that you're going to regret later. Just like you, for example, I'm sure there have been plenty of things that you have said in the bedroom in the moment that as soon as it's over and, you know, you finish where you're just like, oh, my God, what the hell did I just say? <laughs> you know, it's like it was an alter ego. It was the sex demon talking. So, you know, understanding the difference between sober talk and the sex demon is if you can't understand the difference between those two, you have no interest or you shouldn't be anywhere near BDSM, or, you know, or Dom sub relationship at all. Uh, but. The other important part to understand about the sex demon is when you're in the act of something. People like to take fantasies a lot further than they do reality. So a lot of like a lot of the stuff that happens in the bedroom in a dom sub relationship is verbal. So the important thing to understand is, generally speaking, that verbal would get taken much, much farther than reality would ever, you know, want it to be. Um, but as a dom, you need to understand that 
what the submissive is saying in this moment, they need to believe it's real. So I'm trying to think of an example. You know, it's God, this demonetized thing. (laughs) This feels like walking on a minefield. Um, But basically, you know, it would be like you saying, oh, my God, I just I want you to crucify me. I want you to, you know, completely ruin me and destroy me. And, you know, that types of things. A lot of subs can go to a very, very dark place in the bedroom. But the thing is, they need to believe that that is real in the moment. So, like, if you're my submissive and you're saying that stuff and in the moment, I'm going to go along with all of it. I'm going to make you believe it is absolutely real. I am going to take you to that place. Because the thing is, the submissive isn't going to be able to get that therapeutic release. They're not going to be able, you know, the more real it seems in the moment, the more therapeutic it's going to be, the more intense the release is going to be, the more intense the overall experience is going to be. But the Dom absolutely has to understand that everything that's being said in that moment is the sex demon talking. I don't care if the submissive is saying, oh my God, just so you know, you know, this is not bedroom talk. This is real. I mean it. This is the real me. No matter what, it's not them talking. It's that little sex demon on their shoulder talking. But you need to go along with it and make them believe that it's real. And again, like I've talked about in other videos, as soon as it's over, you know, it's that realization, oh my God, I just said all this stuff and I just did all this stuff. And that's why aftercare and checking in is so important because those fantasies can go so much further. So having that fundamental understanding of this is sober, this is the sex demon, this is an absolutely critical role. So knowing how to separate the two, I I can't stress um, the importance of it. And again, No matter what they say, they need to believe that it's real in the moment, but it is not actually real. So I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you learned something from it. If there's other components of a BDSM uh, or dom-sub relationship that you'd like me to talk about in future videos, please let me know down below in the comments. Um, I have also released a new membership. God, I don't even know what it's called. It's the the YouTube membership thingy where you can subscribe to this channel. There's three tiers. One's five bucks a month. One's ten bucks a month. Uh, one's twenty five a month. They all have different perks. Um, I'm working on those and you know expanding those. But you know if you just want to help support me as a content creator, if you you know really appreciate you know my videos, that's a way to you know help support me. Uh, but yeah. Um, as always, if you did like the video, please like, comment, share, subscribe. If you're interested, you can find me on social media on OnlyFans, Just for Fans, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, just at Masculine Jason, one word. Hope you have an absolutely amazing week. Love you all.